Hey there, faculty and students. Welcome to our ninth weekly Curriculum Revolution podcast. Today, we're going to tackle a topic that some of you might have some knowledge around and others will be just as clueless as I am. That's the EHR classroom. And I'm joined by two gentlemen today who I'm going to allow to introduce themselves who are um, connected to this academic effort, um, Stephen Roll and Alex Menard. So guys, why don't you take a moment to introduce yourselves and then I have a few questions for you. Okay, uh, I'll go first. Uh, thank you for the introduction. Uh, my name is Stephen Roll. I'm a senior product owner and I work in the academic technology group within information technology. And one of my projects is this EHR classroom and uh, helping, you know, the faculty and students integrate it into the curriculum. Awesome. Thank you. Alex, how about you? Sure. So, uh, thanks for having us today. Um, so my name is Alex Menard. I am an assistant professor and the coordinator of the acute care nurse practitioner track at the Graduate School of Nursing here at UMass Medical School. Great. Thank you both so much for taking the time to be here today. Um, the little that I know about the EHR classroom, this seems like it could be a really powerful tool as we rebuild the curriculum here for Curriculum Revolution 22. I thought I'd start with you, Stephen. I have a, a pretty basic question for the totally naive faculty person. Can you give us a brief synopsis or description of what the EHR classroom is? I can do that. And first, I haven't met yet a totally naive faculty person. <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, EHR classroom or EHR stands for electronic health record. And uh, the C is for EHRC stands for classroom. And it's basically a training environment within our EPIC system, which is used by UMass Memorial Health Systems, where we put in fictitious patients and students can interact with those fictitious patients in order to get uh, some experience with an EHR, why they're going through medical school. Perfect. And can you give us sort of like the big picture for the EHR classroom? Like what are the visions, the goals, and what sort of time frame have you laid out for this project? Okay, well the overall sort of goal is to support technology enhanced learning, both in the classroom and independently. So we're trying to get the students, you know, maybe away a little from the textbooks and into actual technology-based real-life learning within a clinical system like an EHR classroom. Uh, you know, the purpose is to enhance students' problem-solving skills via exposure to applications in a clinical environment. And uh, the wide-range goal in the curriculum, or the curriculum revolution, if you will, is to integrate this classroom experience through all the courses in the first two years of medical school and the clinical experiences that the students uh, encounter. Uh, and one of the big goals of the EHR classroom is to model and utilize patients to support a patient panel that represents the diversity of the entire community from a racial, cultural, religious, and social determinants of health. It's really supposed to depict the demographics of patients that may show up at uh, UMass Memorial Healthcare. That makes perfect sense, and that's really helpful. Alex, maybe I'll turn to you for this next question. Can you provide for us an example of how the EHR classroom could be used both in sort of the early courses in medical school, which we're calling the foundational courses, and, and maybe an example of how it might be used later on in the clinical 
um, experiences that our students have, knowing that they also will be using the true live EPIC electronic record to some degree, but um, there's still certainly course content that faculty may want to uh, utilize EHR Classroom for because it's a little bit more of a controlled environment, if you will. But let's take the first part of that question first. How might the EHR Classroom be used in a foundational course? So I think there's, there's a lot of options to um, integrate the EHR Classroom uh, into a foundational course or e even a clinical course. Um, through my work at the GSN, we actually um, utilize the EHR Classroom for our clinical year students, um, particularly for the acute care nurse practitioner students. So we actually integrated the EHR classroom into a, into a simulation event to enhance the authenticity of hospital-based care. So learners were required to use the EHR classroom to gain additional knowledge about the patient they were caring for, review laboratory data, um, look up any diagnostic testing and results that have been completed, as well as place orders for further testing or therapies or start to work on a problem list or even documenting an H&P or further uh, progress notes. And what this did was it really expanded the depth of this simulation experience to include the knowledge and skills that are required to efficiently care for patients in the era of the electronic health record. Thank you. Um, it sounds like GSN um, is sort of a, ahead of us in this uh, development, and we have a lot to learn on the School of Medicine side from some of the um, groundwork you guys have laid using the EHR classroom. What do you see as um, the potential for expansion or development of interprofessional learning experiences along these lines with the EHR classroom? So, I, I mean, I think that the EHR classroom lends itself nicely to interprofessional collaboration. And we're lucky here at UMass Medical School to have not just the medical school, but the Graduate School of Nursing and the um, Graduate School of Biomedical Sciences. So in the future, it's, it's possible to have our graduate entry nursing students who are, are working to become registered nurses, our nurse practitioner students, and our medical students all collaborate and care for a range of patients in the EHR classroom. And again, it goes back to Bringing, bringing that sense of authenticity. Because we know that in the real world, nurses, nurse practitioners, and physicians work very closely together um, to care for our patients. So being able to bring that environment to school, um, to our learning, is, is really a, a huge opportunity, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, that's a really excellent point. Stephen, um, is there a list of patients or cases that already exist that faculty can look at and see if some content has already been built that they might be able to apply to their learning objectives within their own courses? Definitely. Uh, we are creating a patient index, is what we call it, where we list a patient's name, and these are fictitious patients again, age, some high-level symptoms uh, associated with that particular patient, uh, any other high-level information. And we put that all in an index so that faculty can look at that and maybe pick out a patient or two that they want to use in their classroom, or they can uh, create their own new patient to, you know, uh, have a summary of what they expect the, the learning experience to be for that particular student. So they could either create a patient from scratch or take one off of a patient index that we've already created. 
That's great. Do you have a sense of which courses are already using the EHR classroom on the School of Medicine side? Yes, uh, there's a sprinkling of courses like uh, BWCT and DCS are currently using the EHR classroom in a certain capacity. Principles of Pharmacology, Infections, the ICE course, Cancer Concepts, DOH have all used it a little bit here and there. And our overall goal in Curriculum Revolution is that students, by the end of the revolution, will be exposed to the EHR classroom at least once per week throughout their courses. Not necessarily in every single course, but at least exposure once per week as they go through the curriculum. Sure, that's fantastic. And I had no idea that so many courses had already uh, engaged with the EHR classroom in some way. Um, and I think that's a really reasonable goal. Um, do you know, do other institutions, other medical schools utilize EHR classrooms? They do. And in a matter of fact, the AAMC, uh, when they published their curriculum inventory reports year to year about all the medical schools in the U.S. and Canada, there's one stat they keep at how many are using an EHR classroom. Uh, it used to be called the academic EHR here at UMass Medical School, mm -hmm. and they call it a training EHR in AAMC. But nevertheless, it's the same thing, and they keep stats on that. And it's, it's actually a very low percentage of the medical schools that actually use a system like this. So we hope to be sort of on the cutting edge in that respect. Yeah. And, you know, from the perspective of somebody who has not looked at cases in the EHR classroom, does the environment sort of look like our clinical system? Is it really similar to EPIC? It is exactly like EPIC. In fact, it's part of EPIC. And uh, students are, or faculty, they don't sign into EPIC to get to the EHR classroom. They have their own separate login application, but it is EPIC. And it has all the features and functionality, look and feel of the EPIC system that they'd see, you know, in real life. That's fantastic. Alex, I, I have a kind of a granular question for you. Since you do have experience using this in clinical courses, I'm, I'm curious if a learner writes a note in the EHR classroom, is it immediately available for others to see just like it would be in a live EHR environment or, or how does that work? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And there are, <clears throat> there are really two options. And they are, you know, a, a patient can be shared among students or kept totally separate. So if a patient is shared amongst a group of students, notes, orders, really everything in the EHR uh, for that patient will be visible. And really it'll be visible in real time. It's sort of a living epic, just not real epic. As, as Stephen has been um, explaining. Um, and then the alternative is that you, as a faculty member, you can choose to assign a particular patient to a particular student, and um, that information then wouldn't be shared with other students. So um, there's a lot of, you know, you, you can really uh, use the EHR for what needs you are trying, what goals you're trying to achieve. So determining how a patient within the EHR classroom is shared with students really depends on the objectives for the course or that particular activity. That makes sense. So I was going to ask you if a faculty can remove or obscure content from the EHR, but it sounds like there's a lot of control on the part of the faculty person in terms of who has access to, to which information. Um, it, and so I don't need to ask you that question now, but additionally, these pre-existing cases, which we heard Stephen um, mention that are sort of 
already exists, the patients, is it possible to only use some of the information from those pre-existing cases or to add on to those pre-existing cases in a way to capitalize on some of the content but develop it a little bit further? So I can, I can answer that one as well. So each patient in the, in the current index is modifiable and any, any newly created patient will also be modifiable for any particular uh, course needs. Um, and really, the, if it's a current existing patient, all you have to do is submit a modification form and we can make that happen. If it's a, uh, if it's a new case, then it will be tailored exactly to, um, to the objectives that are, have already been created. Um, so I, hopefully that, that answers that. But on a side note, um, you know, creating new cases is definitely encouraged. Um, number one, because it will be exactly what the particular faculty member needs for that course or activity, but it also helps further our goal from an academic, uh, from the EHR classroom standpoint of, of sort of forwarding our goals for having this robust repository of cases that are gonna uh, you know, span a broad spectrum of social determinants of health, healthcare settings and conditions. I hope that answers that question. Yeah, it definitely did. Um, and, and so it, I'm really excited to learn more about it. Um, this was really, really helpful. Um, Steve, anything to add on that point that Alex just made? Yeah, I, I wanted to add on that we, we create these master fictional patients and then they could be duplicated maybe 162 times for every single student. So each student can have their sort of own patient that was copied from the master and they could add in their own notes or modify that particular patient without uh, you know, changing the master patient so it could then be used again. Mm -hmm. So in that way, every student can almost have their own patient and address it differently that maybe another student would, would address it in a different manner. Oh, interesting. Sounds very customizable and uh, that certainly allows us to align with certain educational objectives. So um, yeah, like I said, this is a very powerful tool and I'm excited to learn more. If there are other faculty like me out there who um, are interested in learning more and wanna know exactly how they can make it work for their course, where can they get more information or more training? Well, we have a EHR classroom project team that Alex and I both sit on. And it's headed up by Dr. Melissa Fisher and Dr. Mitch Gitkin. And we meet regularly, you know, at least once or twice per month to try to push this project forward to the faculty. But if a faculty person would like to, you know, get an account or build a patient or use it in their curriculum, they could certainly contact me and I could help them get the ball rolling. We've created guides on how to create a new patient within the system and a lot of other you know, sort of process information that we could provide anyone who's interested in doing this. That's fantastic. Anything else you guys want to add before we wrap this up? Well, I'd just like to say that, you know, as I started, you know, it, it's a great way to integrate technology, medical technology into the curriculum. And, you know, as I said, the goal is that students will touch on this system uh, at least once per week. Uh, throughout their studies. And uh, we're incrementally getting there. We're not there yet, which is why we hope this podcast gets heard. And uh, faculty who aren't using the EHR classroom, you know, contact us so we get the ball rolling in their particular courses.
That's great. And I, I just want to thank you guys again. I know you're two very busy people, so I really appreciate you taking the time out to have this chat with us. Um, and thank you to all of our listeners for um, listening to another edition of our Curriculum Revolution podcast. We'll see you next week.